0: what's up weirdos welcome back to weird wednesday it's wames i'm currently walking in the woods with my family dog riley my parents are in greece currently visiting my sister and i'm in charge of the animals while they're away none of them have died we're very proud of wames for keeping them all alive we have two rabbits my dog and then my sister's lizard and they're all still alive so uh Yeah, I'm currently walking Riley. I actually am loving our twice a day walks. I have talked about walking before, I think, on podcast episodes. I've at least talked about it on my Instagram stories. But at a point in my life where I'm kind of struggling mentally, really struggling mentally, walks have been my biggest form of therapy Other than actual therapy. Sometimes I think that they are better than therapy. I don't know. I can't stress how important walks are enough. Especially if you put on your noise-canceling headphones and you're just in your own little world and you just vibe and you forget about your problems for a little bit. Plus, obviously I know not everyone can just go outside and walk around the neighborhood. You know, you might be walking on a treadmill or whatever. I prefer... And I'm able to walk outside and I feel like being outside helps even more because just moving your body from point A to B, there's something really therapeutic about that. Also, when you're struggling with something, me particularly, I struggle with anxiety. I talked about it a couple podcast episodes ago. So when I'm feeling really anxious, it helps to move from that environment where I started feeling anxious and move to a new environment, which for me is outside. And my problems always feel a whole lot smaller when I'm out in nature and I'm out in the real world. And it just reminds me that there are other people out there too that are struggling as well. So I just couldn't recommend walks enough. The concept of a hot girl walk is just so real. It's also fun just putting on like a cute little outfit and feeling all fit and stuff, you know? Moving your body and... Just being able to take a break for however long you need is so healing, especially in the middle of the day. I think walks for me are really important in the morning, but might be even more important in the middle of the day when I go outside for like 10 or 15 minutes or when I call a friend and we go on a coffee walk. I did that with my friend Callie who lives in, um, (laughs) Callie, that's funny. She lives in California. Yesterday at 10.30 a.m., I literally just went outside, we called each other, and we talked about life, and I felt so much better. So walking has been so, so helpful for me, and I feel like maybe that uh, transitions us into this podcast episode topic, which is, you know, my overall mental health struggle, um, because I do need that therapeutic outlet right now, I need that healing, I'm not doing so great. I don't even know how I'm going to begin to talk about all of this. I guess I just want to say, first of all, I don't, like, say any of this for you guys to feel bad for me. I've always been someone my whole life that, like, is convinced I deserve the worst. I have always struggled with imposter syndrome. I always tell myself, like, if someone's like, oh, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way, I'm like, well, I'm not. I deserve it kind of thing. So the last reason I'm doing this is to, in some way, get, like, it pity from you guys or have you feel like you need to tell me it's going to be okay, because I know it's going to be okay. All feelings are temporary. That is the kind of idea I've been grounding myself to for weeks now, and I know that this is just a season of my life, so I'm not asking for any kind of pity. I just share this because I think it's really important, especially because World's Mental Health Awareness Day, or whatever it's called, was a couple days ago. I think it's really important to remind you that it's okay to not be okay and you're not any lesser of a human being because you struggle and it's important for people to talk about their mental health struggles because I just really feel like there aren't enough people doing that. So if I can be one of them and if I can make you feel less alone, then I feel like it's worth it, you know, it's worth me mumbling on about my struggles for 30 minutes, you know, so that's why I'm here today. I actually tried to record this podcast episode last week I couldn't really get my words together and then I did and the podcast episode was all mumbled you literally couldn't even hear my voice sometimes my phone depending on how I'm holding it will do that it's happened a couple times and I've had to re-record so it happened I was like fuck because it actually was a good podcast episode it was really chaotic but I it, it was really healing for me and it felt very real so I was sad about that but Here we are back on a walk, and uh, we're going to go for round two. Also, if I'm out of breath, sorry, that's where my uh, physical physical capability is right now. I'm walking on flat. I'm actually walking downhill, and I'm like wheezing. Um, Maybe we'll start there. Maybe we'll just start with a little physical health update. I did a whole podcast episode on how post-breakup, which now was three months ago, it's fucking crazy. Even the darkest times still are seeming to fly by these days, which is a little bit reassuring, a little bit scary because I feel like I don't have a second to breathe. But I did a podcast episode maybe a month and a half ago about how I lost weight kind of like by accident. I talked about some body image issues. I talked about where I was at fitness-wise, which was you know, kind of rock bottom. And to be completely honest, I'm still there. I go on these walks and that's my fitness that's what I that's how I'm working out I was running for a little bit but then I got sick so that is playing a role in all of this but I'm feeling so weak that like I have no motivation to work out you know sometimes you you'd think that like when you hit rock bottom like that's when you're like fuck I can't feel like this any longer I think I'm kind of getting there but I just wake up and I feel Physically exhausted, and I have aches and pains in my body from this weight loss and this lack of physical activity that I feel like are further pushing back my fitness progress and getting back on track. I just, it's weird. I'm having a lot of tension in my upper right back. I don't know if that's like a manifestation of my anxiety or what, but it starts to just affect me when I'm sitting, and it's It's really uncomfortable. I have pain in my knees. Just, I'm 26 and I feel like I'm fucking 80, guys. And it's embarrassing as someone who grew up an athlete and who has always been fit. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Did you guys know it's not quote, unquote. It's quote, unquote. Crazy. Crazy the things you realize at 26. But yeah, I never thought I'd feel this way at 26. And I feel like I'm kind of just sitting here not doing anything about it. Maybe that will change. I'm still, I still have this lingering cough. That's the thing too. I got a virus from my mom a week and a half ago and it was literally worse than COVID. I'm still feeling like it's lingering a little bit. Like I have to clear my throat every like 30 or 40 minutes and there's like that phlegm, you know? So there's that. I don't know, but I just wanted to be honest with you guys. I'm still not You know it's okay to come on, you know, talk about something you're struggling with in a month and a half, still be struggling with it. You know, I think the whole point of this podcast episode, or podcast in general, is to remind you guys that life is a shit show, and just because I struggle with something doesn't mean like it's gonna change soon. I'm still struggling with it, so that's where I'm at. Fitness wise, stomach problems wise, I am taking my seed probiotic still and pooping every day at least once a day, which is great for me, usually in the morning. Sometimes I have two poops in the morning, depending on if I have coffee or not, usually. But I am struggling with the consistency of my poop. This might be too much information, but there's no such thing as too much information on this podcast. I'm having little pellet poops, and they sink to the bottom of the toilet. They're so dense. And... They're like solid, you know, like my poops are kind of enjoyable, but like you, I think there's like a big poop coming out and then it like breaks up into like 30 pellets. It's so wild. So I'm trying to figure out that and, you know, moving on, I guess, from that, that the fact that I'm still having some stomach problems and, you know, not feeling my best physically, I haven't really refound my love for food completely. And this is going to just lead me into the shit show part of the episode where I probably talk in circles as I do. But I wake up every day and I'm questioning what I'm doing. I went to school for dietetics. I am technically a registered dietitian. I got my credentials in 2020, so now almost three years ago. And I'm not doing anything with them. And I'm feeling really anxious because of that recently and you know I I'm like what do I love about food that's what I'm asking myself on a daily basis do I want to get back into nutrition sorry I have to clear my throat one sec do I want to get back into nutrition that's where my love for food started well oh hold on someone's walking by one sec Sorry, sometimes my dog isn't the nicest to other dogs, so I get nervous when we walk by other people, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I just, I'm starting to question what I love about food. I'm starting to feel that pressure where, like, every year that goes by that I don't use my RD credentials, I feel more guilty, but also I'm like, well, the only reason that I became a registered dietitian because was because I would get the credentials and because I was so behind in credits that the accelerated coordinated program would have gotten me. I would have finished in the same amount of time it would have taken me to get a nutritional sciences degree. So I would have just had that extra qualification, which would have allowed me to get more jobs. That's literally the only reason I went the RD route. I wanted to do nutritional sciences. I actually wanted to do graphic design originally. So I'm still having a lot of thoughts about my undergrad and what I truly love doing and Because the stomach issues and the physical health decline have led to this, you know, decrease in my love for food and making new recipes, I'm really starting to question all of that. 26 has been the most confusing year of my life. Let me just say, like, I'm going through it right now. I am questioning my purpose every single day if I should quit you know, my day job, which doesn't, for me right now, doesn't even feel like a job. That sounds really sad, but that's where I'm at. I'm like, do I just, do I go back to school to become a psychology major? Do I, uh, become a registered dietitian and get a job as an RD? Do I reach back out to my preceptors at UConn? Do I just send it with the food? Like I'm really struggling with where I'm at right now and where I should be. And I know there's no answer to that, but I think a big reason of why I'm questioning that is because I don't love... I don't find the same joy in creating recipes that I used to. And I'm trying to understand what that means. I'm not finding the same joy in recipe development. Like, intense recipe development. I don't want to make a loaf of pumpkin bread that I tested three times and that I wasted two loaves of to make sure I got the perfect recipe. Do you know what I mean? I don't know... I just think of like when I used to do that all the time, especially back when I was an undergrad and a dietetic student, I wasted so much fucking food trying different recipes and half of them didn't taste as good as I said they did and they would just get thrown out. I know that's so bad, but I don't really give a shit. I feel like it's important to admit that to you guys. And these days I feel like there's no originality when it comes to recipe development anymore and what I'm seeing other creators put out there so I'm like who am I to create a pumpkin bread recipe that you know is mostly not even inspired by like taken from other people like I feel like all the recipe development I've ever done is looking up like four or five recipes combining them and being like I made this crazy great recipe for you guys you have to try it that that seems fake to me I'm really struggling with the fact that I didn't go to culinary school yeah I know more about I guess cooking and baking than the average person but like that doesn't seem right to me I'm just seeing all these people like crank out these recipes and I'm like how with no background in cooking or baking I get being self-taught I get that's a thing too but I just feel like there's no originality when it comes to food anymore and I think I'm feeling a little bit trapped and you know I guess that kind of leads me into the whole like Social media is my job thing and I feel like I'm trapped because I have brand partnerships. That's how I make my money. My whole income is social media aside from the five hours I work a week at a coffee shop, which has been incredible and given me like this new sense of purpose. I don't even know how to explain it, but my income is social media and I I'm questioning what I like about food, yet I still have to do those things that I'm questioning, that recipe development for brands, if I want to be making money. So I'm just at this fucking standstill. I want to take time for myself to figure out who I am without social media. And that's really fucking scary because that's my income. So it'd be like me quitting a job. And me... Constantly being like, well, no one actually likes me. I feel that pressure that, like, if I don't create for a couple months, like, everyone's gonna leave and my following's gone. And so I feel that. And I'm like, I know I'm living at home and I'm saving money, and this would be the time for me to take a step back and figure out what really does light me up. But I feel trapped. I feel like I can't. And I'm, I just question every day that if that would be the best thing for me. But I'm just feeling stuck. And, The food thing is the hardest thing for me right now. And I'm also questioning, as I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, how much of what I like doing or what I've even liked doing over the past four or five years. That's how long I've been working in social media. I'm starting to question how much of that, what I like doing is because social media told me to like doing it and because I'm doing it to portray myself in a certain way and put a certain image of myself out there or because I actually like doing it. So every day I wake up and I'm like, what did Waymes like doing as a kid? What did she like doing? Because back then it didn't matter if I posted it on social media. No one else saw what I was doing. I did things for me and little kids do things for them. And I think, I think of like the corn video and how like this little kid was just talking about how much he loves corn and how happy it made him. And I, sometimes I wish I could go back to like, little Amy and be like, little Amy, what did you like doing? And I get, I get emotional thinking about that because as a 26 year old, I feel like the things we like doing get lost and we feel pressures to work jobs. We hate and we question everything about ourselves. Like we really do need to normalize not being okay in your twenties and feeling more confused than you've ever felt in your whole entire life. I wish more people talked about that because I know that it's a thing, but I even feel alone. I'm like, what is wrong with me? There has to be something inherently wrong with me if I'm feeling this way. But I'm really just questioning what the fuck I've been doing on social media. How much of it is, like, fake? How much of it is real? And <laughs> speaking of real, reals. I, I don't find joy in putting out the content that social media wants me to put out. You know, creating food used to be so fun for me, I think, because it was more of a part-time job and I didn't feel the pressures to create what the algorithm wanted me to create and able, in order for my videos to perform and to make more money from brand partnerships. And I feel that pressure and it feels so fake to me. And I did a whole podcast episode about this I did the whole social media podcast episode, a lot of, that was like one of the most listened to episodes, I've never gotten more responses being like, I feel the same exact way, and I don't even make money from social media, so I know how toxic it is, but it's like, I'm questioning like, well, with any job, you have to learn to adapt, and you're not going to like, every second of every job you have, there are going to be hard parts to it, life isn't perfect. So it's like, how much am I just complaining? And um, am I not able to just adapt to this new type of social media? But God, guys, I've never felt like there's a bigger disconnect between how people say they're doing on social media and how they're actually doing. And I just wonder if people are okay. And I wonder, I just feel like we're on the brink of like a collapse. I think if I were to ex explain or try to describe exactly how I'm feeling it would be that I feel like I'm at a breaking point something needs to to change something needs to shift and I've been trying to shift my content to create the content that I want to create still don't know exactly what that is because I don't know exactly what I like because it's hard for me to disconnect from social media because it's my income but I've I've tried to make that shift and I still feel the pressure. It's like this, it, it, social media has, a, has its hands gripped on me around my neck in a chokehold. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And I know that a lot of people feel that, that don't work in social media. The thing is, like, I've had so many conversations with my friends and with people that I see on social media. And I'm like, wow, their life is perfect. And they're not doing well. You know, they're also struggling with their job and their purpose and their job I'm like why why am I working a job I hate? What's the what's the fucking point? And then there's that constant struggle with money. How am I supposed to make money doing the things I actually like doing and live the life I want to live? It doesn't seem like it's this whole concept of like do I save money for the future? Do I spend money for the present? Where does money come into happiness? What really matters? Like, I'm just thinking, if I work a job I hate my whole life, what? how am I going to feel when I die? Like, oh, good job, Amy. You chose money over happiness, and now you're pretty sad and you're dying. You know, what kind of life is that? So that's a constant struggle in my mind, too, and I can't help but compare. And I think that's the hardest thing with social media right now is because people are showing more highlights of their life than I think they ever have, I'm like, well, what's wrong with my life? Why am I living at home at 26 and questioning who I am and what the fuck I'm doing every single day? So I fall into that comparison trap. I'm like, do I move back to the city? But then I won't have money and then people will judge me and no one will ever want to marry me because I have no money and no one will ever have respect for me because I'm not, you know? So that... That's just my mind right now. And I know a lot of my mental health struggles play into that, obviously. (laughs) My anxiety is my worst enemy. But the thing about mental health is like those those struggles, those disorders, those diseases are going to be with you your whole life. I've been an anxious kid since I was like 10. And I don't want to be on medication. I don't want that Band-Aid fix right now. So I need to learn how to cope with it. But coping it with it is not the same thing as making it go away. You know, I'm always going to have my anxiety. I'm always going to be my own worst enemy. Need kind of that external validation so I can guess everything I do. Have that perfectionism. I recently was told two weeks ago that I fit all the criteria for OCD. Which I always knew in the back of my head. It's gotten a lot worse because my anxiety has gotten worse. So I think that's why, you know, I finally confronted it. But... I'm always going to be that anxious girl who's the last person to believe in herself. And that makes me really sad to say. But I know that's going to be the case. I've always been like that my whole life. I don't, I don't know if there's ever going to be a point where I'm suddenly my own hype girl and I'm my own best friend. I think there are people who can do that. And that's awesome. I don't think I'm ever going to be a person who can do that. So I'm just questioning if social media is for me. I can think back to when I first started with it, and I was still second-guessing my content. I was still deleting photos because I thought they should be a little less bright, or because my voice sounded weird in a voiceover, you know? I was still sad if I didn't get some kind of, like, compliment on content that I filmed, and then as soon as I did, I was the happiest girl alive, you know? I've always kind of been like that in social media. So I'm just really questioning if it's for me, if this new direction social media is taking is for me. Like... Because I'm so self-aware too. I could tell myself all day wrong what's wrong with my kind of outlook on things, with my perspective, like what's wrong with the way I'm thinking about that. I can tell you what I struggle with. I can tell you how irrational so many of my thoughts are. I can tell you how creative I am and how beautiful so much of my content is. But there's a little bit of a disconnect there. I can't believe it. I can give you all the advice in the world. I can give myself all the advice in the world and then I don't take it. And maybe that will help with more therapy. I don't know. I canceled all my therapists last week. I literally went to the hair salon because I was having a really bad day. I got my hair done. I hated my hair. And then I canceled all my therapist because I completely forgot about it. So, like, I'm like, that's not good. That's not good, Waymes. You shouldn't be doing that. So, I'm just, guys, I'm really struggling I'm struggling with my purpose. Every single day I wake up and have an existential crisis. Here's, here's like a general idea of what my days are like. I, go, I can fall asleep at night because I've had so much anxiety throughout the day that I'm so tired at night I can't stay awake past like 9.30 p.m. Usually I can't get myself to not scroll before bed. I've been really trying to make an effort to put my phone down but it's really fucking hard I don't know why but social media has me in this like trance I'm just scrolling and watching videos and I'm not getting anything out of it and I feel stupid like I used to feel inspired by social media I know like no scrolling is never good when done too much trust me I know that but I used to feel inspired I used to like going on social media and look forward to it and be like what are other people up to and now i'm just like caught on one account being like why is this person's life so much better than mine the way that this person films food is so much better than mine also just quick side note the whole concept of like virality virality i don't even know how to say that like a video going viral like hold on coming across a person sorry about that um i was what was i talking oh yeah The fact that you can get 10 likes on one video, then 100,000 the next is just not sustainable. And I think that's one of the biggest things about social media right now is that it feels unattainable and unsustainable. Like both of those words at once. I just, number one, I feel like everyone is putting out this lifestyle that no one else can afford. And I know maybe I'm just on the wrong side of social media, but number two, it's so inconsistent. I'm like, how am I supposed to Wake up every day and be excited to create content when I don't know if my video is going to get 10 likes or 1,000 likes. It just doesn't feel healthy to me. I don't think I'm the type of person who can handle that. Anyways, what what was I talking about? Oh, what a day looks like for me. So I wake up in the morning after I fall asleep, and the last thing I do before I fall asleep is usually scroll my phone. Actually, I have been using my vibrator a lot, guys. That has been a nice emotional support for me it's very important to love yourself when you feel unlovable (laughs) love yourself bush rose 2 vibrator fucking bomb not sponsored i actually got it in a pr package from frank body which is a really cool skincare brand and it's been my right hand man ever since (laughs) just gets the job done couldn't recommend it more but i've been um using my vibrator before bed than usually going on my phone for a tiny bit Sometimes a lot of it if I get into that trance, which is honestly happens a lot. And then my body just naturally wakes up at like 6 a.m. And there's a huge disconnect between how I'm feeling physically and how I'm feeling mentally because morning anxiety is very real for me. It's something I've struggled with the most when it comes to my anxiety in terms of like specific kinds or times that my anxiety is the worst morning for me always I wake up, my mind is spiraling, and my body just wants to keep sleeping. It's another reason I just haven't been working out. I can't get my body out of bed in the morning. I don't know if it's because of the change in seasons, it's getting colder. Like, I know that probably has something to do with it, but I feel like I'm so physically exhausting or exhausted because my mind is racing all day long because of this shit show of life that I'm in right now, this season of life. It's just a constant, like, disconnect between what my body wants and what my mind wants. And so I can't get out of bed. I know I need to get out of bed because I know I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep. It's like a game I play with myself in the mornings. I'm like, hmm, I could go back to sleep for one more hour. And then when I'm still tossing and turning at 7 a.m., I'm like, well, I just wasted my whole day. And then I get down on myself and then I get nothing done. That's the problem I'm struggling with right now. I'm not able to just start and finish tasks because I'm so anxious about the next task and I feel so unproductive that I don't do anything with intention or to completion. That's literally my one goal for August is to just slow down and do things with intention and I'm struggling hard with that. I'm not putting enough time into each thing I'm doing, whether it be just having breakfast or even journaling. I'm feeling like, holy shit, every minute that passes is a minute that I wasted or a minute that I could have been more productive. That's my mindset. And I know, again, that's a lot of my anxiety talking. When you have anxiety, a lot of the times you can't complete simple tasks. And a lot of my problem in the morning is the whole journaling thing and writing out a list of to-dos. And that is something that I've struggled with for a very long time. And it's definitely a manifestation of my OCD. I know that I've talked to my therapist about it, but it's hard for me to write down a to-do list and write in a journal and talk about how I'm feeling because I hate how my handwriting looks a lot of the time. So I'll just erase what I wrote down. It's why I can't have a journal for more than like a week. And it's why I got an iPad to try to fix the solution and it just makes it worse because now I have a laptop, an iPad and a phone. I loved my iPad for a week, but then I realized like getting a brand new piece of technology isn't going to fix my OCD or my anxiety, <laughs> just going to make it worse. More things for me always makes me more anxious. So I've been trying to to be intentional and to narrow down my to-do list, but oftentimes I'm just stuck on my to-do list for like 45 fucking minutes. I'm like, that's not normal, Wames. So then I try try to film, film content and I'm at home with my parents. I don't have a place that I like filming. I haven't had the energy or like the desire to make a studio because I feel like, you know, if all my videos look the same, then I'm not original. I should have, like, a bunch of just aesthetic corners in my house. You know, I've felt that pressure. I'm like, how come I don't have a nice kitchen with white countertops? And how come I can't film outfit videos in my room and have perfect lighting? Like, what what am I doing wrong? And then I'm like, well, I'm a loser. And so then I just don't do anything. I don't fix any of my problems because I'm wallowing in this, like, I don't want to call it self-pity because I genuinely think I have the wrong idea of what actual life is like because of social media. I have this idea that everyone lives in a really nice apartment and has really nice like filming setups and has access to like really cool sourdough breads that look really pretty and really nice and green. I'm like, I think there's, I'm like so out of touch with the world. I'm like, why am I expecting for everything to be perfect? But I think that's, expectation that social media and working in it has put on me I really think social media is a huge problem for me right now and um yeah so I'll film something the light isn't great the light is super blue in the morning the windows in my room don't cast like consistent light or bright light by any means so I'm really struggling with like creating content that I love I'm very much so a visual person and that's where I'm like Okay, well, that's one thing I do know about myself. I love creating. I love taking aesthetic photos. I love romanticizing small moments. That's been my brand since day one. But I'm like, how can I do that when I don't feel comfortable in the space I'm in? And maybe it means I need to make the most of it. I've always made the... The thing is, I look back on my life. I'm like, I never had one of those apartments. Those super fucking nice apartments with the great lighting and the white cabinets. You know, at Yukon, I lived in a tiny kitchen and I made that work a tiny dingy apartment in the middle of the woods, and I made that work. So I'm like, how come I can't make it work now? I think I'm just being my own worst enemy. And I know I am. And that's why I'm like, don't feel bad for me. I'm doing this to myself. It's self-sabotage. But I don't know. I'm just feeling really, really, really stuck. Part of it's because I'm living at home. That's another part of it. Like, I'm constantly torn between do I move back to the city and start to not save as much money anymore and try to figure out what I love How much of me loving the city is because of social media in the first place. I miss my friends. I'm canceling a lot of my plans because I'm like, no, I need to be at home. Like, it feels too tedious and too much work to drive 45 minutes in the city. Then I feel like a burden when I'm staying with my friends. And it's like, it's just this whole spiral. And, you know, I'm trying to get out of it day by day. I think that's like... Again, the, the biggest thing I'm clinging to is, like, one step at a time, one day at a time, and this is just a season of life. But it's hard. It's really fucking hard because, you know, then I, I film the content. I hate the content. Sometimes I film good content, and then it gets likes. There's, it's, like, it's not like anyone has been like, you're failing. I don't like your social media. It's not like I'm not getting brand partnerships. That's the thing is no one's been like, this career isn't for you. I think I've convinced myself it's not for me. I've just, I need to shift my direction. I, I want to have, I think, an aesthetic little coffee shop and cafe one day that just is beautiful. I, that's what I want. And I don't really know how to get there. I don't know if social media is the right way for me to get there with a healthy mindset. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what recipes I like creating. You know, no one's told me I'm not creating the right thing, but I feel like I'm not creating the right thing. I just don't find as much joy and passion in my content. And I'm really trying to decide how much of that is because of social media and how much of that is because what I love is shifting and letting that be okay. I think we try to put ourselves in these little boxes and then when we jump into new boxes, we're scared no one will like us anymore. And no one will follow us anymore or care about what we're doing or want to hang out with us. But it's like another thing I'm reminding myself. People want to hang out with you. People want to follow you because of you. Sure, like having a brand is important. Having some direction is important. So you can ask yourself, you know, is this what I like doing? Having that vision is important, but, like, you are you at the end of the day. People like you for your personality. They like you for your kindness. No one is going to remember you at the end of the day and be like, she created the best recipes. Maybe, like, a fucking, maybe Gordon Ramsay, of course, but not me. No one's going to be like, ooh, like, but that recipe she made that one time, mm, not so great, People remember you for like the way they make you feel and that's all that matters. So it's another thing I've been reminding myself of, but yeah, I think I'm just really at a standstill in my life and I know this is me doing all this self-reflection and spiraling every single day and having a self an existential crisis every day. This is going to be the best thing for me when I look at back at my life down the road, you know, um, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't have a lot more to say beyond that. Let me finish actually describing my day. This is You guys like, can hear my anxiety because I've been trying to describe like, what a day looks like for me for 20 minutes now. And I've gotten sidetracked like 10 times. Anyways, I usually film content. Sometimes it's good, but then the lighting's bad. And if, if I don't like it, like, I let it, my day spiral. And something I'm struggling with is like I'm not just going to make another sandwich. Who's going to eat it? I live at home with my mom and dad. I don't love how the content I made of the sandwich I made yesterday came out, but I'm not going to make another one and then just eat two sandwiches if I don't want two sandwiches. It's another thing I am really struggling with. It's like, how are people creating so many recipes and not wasting food? I'm really struggling with that concept. I'm struggling with the concept of like, I want to make breakfast when I eat breakfast, but the lighting's not great. So do I just eat breakfast during lunchtime? That feels inauthentic. I don't know. I'm also just struggling with the concept of, like, being aesthetic versus being real because I have very opposite sides to me where I'm either, like, need something to be perfectly aesthetic or need it to be extremely messy. Like, I have this podcast, you know? Hold on, people. I'm just struggling with meshing those two things together. It's something I've struggled with since day one. I think that's the biggest struggle I've had with my social media is, like, i love for a video to look perfect but i also love to remind people that life is a mess and i love to show you guys like me and my shit show of a life so it's like how do i mesh those two or am i the problem because like i should find a balance between those two and it shouldn't be one or the other but i think that's literally my brand it's like taking shitty moments and romanticizing them taking a dark dingy room and finding that one corner where you can film aesthetic food even talking to you guys, I feel like better right now that I'm like, okay, that's my brand. I've never been someone that lives this lavish, perfect lifestyle. I don't even know what perfect means. It's literally fake. There's no such thing as perfection. It's unattainable. My, that's how my therapist described it. She said it's an unattainable mindset, system. I don't know, but the way she described it really made sense to me. Because like, who who decided what perfect is, you know? But I'm never going to be that person with the super bougie lifestyle with all the nice things. You know, I think I'm always going to be that messy girl who likes to create perfect moments or romanticize small moments that otherwise might not be as wonderful or beautiful. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't even think I need to continue on. I think I've pretty much... Described where I'm at. And if I try to go more into depth, I will just talk in circles because I could expand on any of the one things I've talked about today, living at home, social media, anxiety, my physical health, it's all intertwined. And I think that's why it's so messy. You're like, sorry, you're like, what's causing what? How much of how much I'm struggling is because of this? How much is because of that? What is the right step for me to take? I'm like, I feel like I need a break from social media, but at the same time, some days I'm so fucking excited to be on social media. So it's that weird, it's that weird, like, what are the answers? I wish someone would tell them to me, but I'm not, that's not a thing. And that's why I feel stuck. I don't really know how to, what steps I need to take to be a happier version of me. I don't know if it's taking a social media break. I don't know if it's working out every morning and getting back into a fitness routine. I don't know if it's moving back to the city. I don't know if it's moving to a fucking, to California. I don't know. And I wish I had the answers. I don't, but that's the point of your 20s. And this is the point I want to hammer home is that you're at such a developmental in your 20, I feel like the point of your 20s is to try new things and to fail and to question your entire existence and to ask yourself, why am I working this job? And to maybe go on a social media hiatus or maybe break up with someone you've been with for seven years who isn't making you a better person. You know, That's the whole point of our 20s and it's weird because I've just felt like, I don't know, I feel like we don't talk about that because your 20s, I guess, like objectively speaking about it, like, you know, post we're out of high school. We're, we're out of college if we want to college, whatever. We're at a point where we've lived so many years where it's like, well, our brains are developed. We've we've experienced a lot of things life has to offer. Why do we feel so fucking lost? So then you're like, well, what's wrong with me? And that's where I'm at. But I think it's OK, guys. I think it's okay. And I know it's okay. Cause everyone I've talked to in real life is also struggling. And I hope that brings you some comfort. Not that I want other people to struggle, but like one of my friends is sending it to, um, what's it called? I don't know. I'm forgetting the name of the country, but she's literally going to a different country for a couple months and quitting work, you know, and she has a job that I, I really envied because it, a high paying job and I was like wow she's killing it she's gonna live a great life and she's quitting her job and moving to another country for a couple months you know I have another friend who's struggling very badly with depression and dating and uh, I think it's just important to remind you that everyone is struggling no one's as happy as they seem and the point of life is to kind of be a shit show you're never gonna have your shit together but I think you're gonna feel more sure of your chaotic life once you go through your 20s and let yourself be unsure, you know? So I'm trying to lean into it too. It's hard. It's easier said than done. Everything's e- easier said than done. I'm back in the car now with my dog. It's time for me to drive home. I'm going to try to film my roasted sweet potato sandwich. i um recipe again because i didn't love how it came out yesterday. And i'm going to let that be enough for today and hopefully share with you guys this evening, but it's okay if i don't get it edited by this evening. <laughs> These podcast episodes are legit just me talking to me. All right, i got to go cuz i'm driving now and don't want to crash. Okay, bye. Love you guys. Hi, i actually came back. I'm I'm here again. I i wanted to add a couple things or one thing just in general, I want you guys to know that if you're feeling very fucking lost and you wake up every day and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you keep having breakdowns about life, yada, yada, yada. I want you to know that it's also normal to have good moments too. And I think that's why I'm feeling um, the most alone right now is that you know, a couple minutes, I'm feeling super fucking inspired and like I'm on top of the world and feel great. Like right now, I'm, I'm literally, maybe it's all, maybe coffee is all that it takes. No, I'm just kidding. Coffee literally just gets my anxiety going. But like I got back from my walk this morning and I'm feeling really motivated and really happy and really confident in my direction. And I was feeling that yesterday morning too. And then, you know, that afternoon, I literally was walking around my house crying. And being like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with my life? Like literally walking around my house crying. So I want you to know too that like if you're feeling that weird like on and off. Just kind of extremes of not knowing what the fuck is going on. And then like the next moment you have it all figured out. And the next moment you don't know what the fuck is going on again. That is okay too. And that's kind of what I'm experiencing. It's not abnormal to you know, go back and forth in your head. I think that's part of it. But, um, yeah, I just, I wanted to remind you guys that like, although like there are still good moments too for me these days, it's like kind of that back and forth that I'm dealing with and how one moment can be great. And then the next moment I shut down, I think that's part of it too. I just wanted to add that. I don't know. Um, but, and also remind you guys that you, you can walk around your house, your parents' house at 26 year old, years old and cry. That's okay. It's fucking okay. Let it out. <laughs> Just let it out. Scream if you have to. Tell people. Tell people that you're struggling. We need to talk about it. Okay, now I'm actually going to go. Um, I have a therapist therapy appointment in 10 minutes. Hopefully it goes well. I don't know. I'm a little bit jacked up on my coffee now, so... We'll see. We'll see. But I love you guys. It's okay to be struggling in your 20s. Don't feel strange. Be proud of yourself that you're acknowledging it and dealing with it now. And so that you don't have to, you know, 10, 15 years down the road when you ignored all these feelings, you know, be proud of yourself for being self-aware and for being like, okay, something's off. Let's think about it. Okay. Bye.